Hey, Kelly. Hey, Justin. Have you started your Christmas shopping yet? I just recently did. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've got a few things out of the way. It's just every time it's so challenging. Really is. I think we should dive into that. Sure. This is from Kelly to Justin. And this is the show about gifts. So I was doing some gift shopping over the weekend and you know how it is. We all we all start off and we have the best intentions and we're all going to yep. be like, oh, everybody's going to be this super thoughtful, well thought out gift. And then you don't find it. And then you just settle, right? Like, I, I feel like, it, I, am I the only one that feels that way? No, absolutely not. Um, I was just about to say, maybe it's the, the decade between us, but there are times that actually pretty much every year I just have to determine that not everybody is going to get that gift, that perfect gift that I'm hoping for, because I'm just not going to find it. That makes me feel much better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. uh, It's one of those things, you know, I don't know what the pressure is. You know, I don't know whether it's time of year or or just trying to to show someone that you care and getting them that perfect, thoughtful gift. And it's just challenging sometimes. So I am glad to hear that apparently it gets better. Apparently we let that go in a few years, which will be fine. Uh, if only we can entirely let it go. There are some relationships that you still, or at least that I find, I still want to find that perfect gift. But I've managed to marry a person and have a best friend for almost 20 years that both of them are very hard to buy for. That's the worst, isn't it? It's always the people closest <laughs> to is. us. It is. It is. Like, I mean, I might... I really do have to like sometimes just plan to do it ahead like and just recognize I'm not going to be able to wait to buy their gift. I just have to kind of keep my eye out all year. If it's on Amazon, it's nice because I can just save it to like a hidden list and and it's like, oh, okay, I'll get that in like November, December. But if it's not, I just have to remember to pick it up and then remember where I put it. <laughs> like last year, my mom came to visit and she was here for Christmas. It was fantastic. And I had done like almost everything for her around this one theme because we went to see a, a K-pop group last year f- for our birthdays. And so I had done like everything around this theme and I had stumbled across a mug at a thrift store that ha- had like the name of one of their songs on it. I was like, this is perfect. Christmas came and I could not find that mug anywhere. At least you knew the mug existed. True. But I'm like, where in the world is this mug? I don't know when I found it. I did eventually find it. I think I mailed it to her. That's awesome. (laughs) Or maybe when she came to visit in June, I gave it to her. But yeah, that was, I was like, I'm so sorry because there's one more gift. But I have no idea where it's at. <laughs> my my worst, the, the worst thing I'm, or the thing I'm mad about is getting, I'll find a birthday card or, or a card for Christmas. And I'll be like, oh, this is perfect for so-and-so. And I'll put it in my little stash. And then the holiday or their birthday comes and goes. And you get them another card because that's what people do. And you're like, oh, crap, I got to get a card. And then I go through my little gift box and I'm like, oh, there's that card that I bought for you two years ago that was supposed to be given to you, and I still have it. And and then you forget about it again, and it's just a cycle. It really is. Um, I do that. In fact, I drive my husband crazy because I do that because I'll buy cards, and he's gotten to the point where he's like, are you really going to mail the card? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I have good intentions. Yes, because most of the people that I'm really close with relationally live far away, so yeah. I have to mail it. And I can't just mail it like... 
the day before or something like that. Like, I need to mail it, like, a week ahead of time. Yeah. And... I just get busy and I forget. Yep. And then I feel like garbage. <laughs> yeah, good old snail mail. You can always, oh, I sent it last week. That's crazy that you haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> you know, that's that's a, your free point. <laughs> Remember a, that one. Hmm, I guess. <laughs> well, so one of the things um, that I think that it's important as we enter the, the season of giving, right? You know, we're, we're all kind of feeling the same emotions and feeling the same way about the the pressures that are put on us this time of year. And so I figured maybe maybe we can talk a little bit about um, gift etiquette or gift giving in general. Um, it's, it's easy for us to accept a gift that we really want, right? You get the person the perfect gift and you know and you see it on their face. You have nailed whatever the occasion <laughs> yes. is. But um, what's not less talked about is, you know, what do you do if, uh, if you receive a gift that you don't like? And do you have any tips for that? So this is kind of funny, but um, so my best friend has taught her little girls who are almost six and eight that if they are, they are always, they always have to try any food that's on the table, but they are allowed to say, especially like if they're with family outside of their house, they are supposed to say, that's not my favorite if they don't like it. I mean, it's polite, but it still hurts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does. But I was like, but when you asked that, that was the first thought that came to mind. Um, but I, I mean, it feels terrible doing it, but I don't know what you do except kind of fake it. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. I think I, I think the most important thing to remember in those kind of situations is remember why you got it. It's not the gift itself. It's, hey, you right. know, somebody cared enough about me to attempt to get me something unless that something is like a bag of glass and then you should ask questions <laughs> then you should really kind of di- dive into that a little deeper but otherwise I- i'm completely with you You just kind of grin and bear it oh my gosh thank you so much um i really appreciate you thinking about me type of things you know yes yeah i think that's a big part of it um i think it's easy i remember when we were kids my brother was really bad at that Oh, especially with my mom, (laughs) especially with my mom. And he he didn't even try. (laughs) So it wasn't that a bad poker face. He just didn't try. Like he was just like that was his nature. He was like, either this is what I want or it's not. And that was it. And so I always like but that kind of like I I mean, I always knew it was rude anyway, but it kind of emphasized to me that idea of like I I hated seeing what that like how that hurt my mom. And um, she was a single mom and doing, you know, and and I hated seeing that. And so I was like, okay, I don't want to make someone else feel like that. Yeah. And so it's like, no, you act like maybe not like it's your favorite gift because that then you're really, you know, because then they're going to ask you, hey, have you used that? And you're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or they get you something and they're like, oh, I haven't seen you wear that yet. And I was like, let me just put that right on, you know? Yeah, I, I am completely with you. Um, I think it's it's challenging sometimes to, you know, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but I, I think it is important to, to kind of, you know, play it up a little bit without overplaying it, yes. you know, because there is a fine line when, when you can tell somebody is, you can tell they don't like it and they're just trying to be nice and you're like, well, I wish you would just give me a little bit of, hey, you know, I appreciate the thought. Yeah. I probably won't use this. Um, I think, well, and I think that leads to a very, important thing which is the idea of being gracious or thankful yeah and i know 
one of the things um, I'm going to be talking about my my two little nieces like a lot because they just are so cute. We can learn a lot from children. We can. Um, But one of the things that they have been taught to do is they send thank you notes to everyone. Like they have to send thank you notes to everyone in their family. Um, And because I'm their kind of adopted aunt Kelly, that means I get cards. And I always like and it's funny because I grew up in a family where you did thank you cards for like graduation or um, or weddings, big events. But in general, we didn't send thank you cards. You just, you know, said thank you when you received the gift and that type of thing. And so I find myself, because I've been watching my my best friend do this with her girls and teaching them this, that I find myself thinking more about that. Yeah. And wanting to thank people in a different way, like in a more tangible way than just saying thank you. Yeah, I agree. I took a uh, I took an etiquette class um, over the summer, and um, it was really interesting. And that was one of the big takeaways that I took from that was people still write thank you notes, which is something mm-hmm. that I think a lot of us don't think about anymore. And and I'm completely with you. You know, we, we did thank you cards for like those special occasions or if you had a big birthday party, you wrote thank you cards for everybody. Uh, yeah, you know, that's just what you did. But, you know, sometimes I think we, we miss that simplicity on doing it to the people that are closer, closer to us that right. we may take for granted. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's totally true. I mean, if you have a long list of people that you have given you gifts but for most of us at least most people i know like your list isn't so big that it's going to take hours to do this right Uh, you know maybe half an hour to quickly write thank you Um, maybe specify what they got you maybe not kind of depends on the relationship and what it was but just that little note i love getting snail mail oh yeah absolutely love it um, I occasionally get emails from my older niece because she's just she's hit that point where she wants to start typing and playing. Um, she likes emojis a lot. <laughs> but I love when I get a card in the mail from them because inside is one at least one of them has colored me a picture or drawn me a picture. And as soon as I see something that is from an address that is not a bill. Yes. Yes. As an or, adult. Yes. <laughs> that is like if it is a personal thing written where my name is written by hand i am like i cannot i sometimes i can't even wait till i get up the driveway uh-huh. and go to my house i will sit in my car and immediately open it because i'm so excited to see what's in that envelope you uh, know it's funny because did uh, i'm from north carolina i mean right. i know you're from a little farther north like and we had kind of debated is so is it a regional thing and i i think in general it is um in terms of like the majority of people i I would like to believe Deuce in that kind of thank you note, or they should at least. Um, but then, uh, you know, I did wonder if, as you move farther down south, you know, you always hear this. Oh, can you believe she didn't write a thank you note? And and it's it's always been this kind of running joke in the south that you know if you don't get a thank you note that oh they're not doing the the proper etiquette thing to 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 really show that appreciation. And and I'm sure there's different reasons. So did you ever experience anything like that when you were growing up? No. Yeah. No. Like, I, I kid you not, I don't really, I don't remember doing thank you cards until graduation. Yeah. Like, maybe I had one birthday party when I was, like, 10 that I keep thinking, like, I might have done thank you cards for that because um, 
it was my first like big birthday party where I had people from school coming in to the house. Well, that's a big deal. <laughs> it is. It is. It was a very big deal. And so that's why I'm thinking like I might have done them for that. But apart from that, I don't remember like really sitting down and doing them was graduation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I I'm completely agree with you. And, and maybe it was because of our age. Maybe our parents handled all that stuff. And then they're like, nope, this is your big deal now. I am passing the torch. This is too many thank you cards to write. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was my grandmother who made me sit down and do them for graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of snail mail. So um, I don't know if you ever had a pen pal growing up. Yes. I had never did. Um, and so I had a student. Um, uh, she is, gosh, I think she's 13 now. Shout out to Esther. Esther is my pen pal, and she came and visited the vet med program and toured around and got to see some animals and helped with, like, a few community service projects that we did. And she now writes me about once a month. And the joy that I get when Mm -hmm. I receive a letter like that, I I completely agree. It's like I can't wait to open it. As soon as it comes in, I immediately have to rip it Mm -hmm. open and see what's happening. And uh, we color coordinate. We do uh, colored (laughs) pens. It's a good time. Great. If my best friend listens to this and her or her girls hear this, I can totally see that happening. Yeah. One of the, uh, you know, it, it's funny because as as we do start to look at those things and, and realize how, how important and how cherished those things are, you know, as we look at the the, the act of gift giving mm-hmm. itself is, is the real reason why, you know, even though selfishly we enjoy getting those things the the response i think is to to give someone else that kind of same feeling yes that that opportunity to you made me feel this way and, and let me return that favor and mm-hmm. i think that's really important to kind of recognize as as we look at you know why we do what we do yes we all have an obligation to do it unfortunately mm-hmm. this time of year um but but bigger than that you know i think it's important to be able to show our love and admiration, our appreciation for those yeah. people that are special in our lives. And um, the flip side to that is sometimes those people who are so close in our lives can just be, I think you've already mentioned, can just be more difficult to shop for. And, and I wanted to unpack that a little bit. Um, it's, it's funny because uh, I deal this with the same thing with my partner and I. Um, mm-hmm. There's probably no one in the world who knows me better. But yet we struggle so much when we get each other gifts. And, and I, don't, I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know if you've got any input and, or, or <laughs> any ideas. <laughs> so I, could be, I, I can't guarantee you this about your partner. My problem is, is that mine is his, his favorite things are like road trips. He's fascinated by roads, like just roads in general. He watches YouTube videos about roads around the world um it sounds like you've got some driving to do kills <laughs> i let him sometimes no <laughs> no originally we were going to drive to wyoming over christmas break oh. so but that didn't plan it pan out um so no we were definitely i was going to get to go see one of my best friends and he was going to get to drive across the good bit of the united states it was perfect but life happened but the other thing that he's really into is, you know, he's a, there's a reason he's our producer. He's into radio stuff and, and things of that nature. I I mean, I was going to say I don't know one thing or another, but, you know, we've kind of learned in us talking that I know a few things, but I don't know enough to know, oh, this is what he needs. Oh, right. It's more specialized than you're prepared to. Than I have any idea how to even do. And so sometimes I'll be like, okay. So I know you're looking, like one year he was looking for a traveling recording kit. 
And I was like, you tell me what you want and I will get it. And I hate doing that because I feel like the thought is not in it. But I don't know enough to go and purchase those things on my own. Yeah, I I dealt with the same thing where, you know, we were were talking about what what we wanted to do for um, Christmas, New Year's, those kind of things coming up and um, anniversaries coming up, all of those things. And um, and this year I was smart. I, I did give a Christmas list. I was like, here are some things on my list, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's, it's such a simple thing, but the, the reality is like, he's going to probably purchase every single thing on that list. Aww. And why is that not okay? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, why does that, you know, I, why, sh- why do you get these feelings about it when you're like, I don't understand what the problem is. You mm-hmm. told him exactly what you wanted and he got you exactly what you wanted. What's, what's the disconnect here? And there is something about that where it doesn't feel, it feels like I put the effort in and maybe that's, maybe that's, we've cracked the code. Like it feels like <laughs> I did the work. I did the groundwork and, and took that time and, mm-hmm. and energy of, you know, sharing my, my cherished Amazon wish list, right? <laughs> And and I've just and I've put a lot of time into that and for him to just say add to cart and he's done and he's done Christmas shopping, right? <laughs> I think you lose the idea of the thought that goes into the gift. Oh right, yeah. That's the big because I struggle with that too. In fact, that's why like that's part of what sparked us of, hey, we should talk about this, was that we realized we were alike in that way that even when we have a list for someone, unless it's very detailed we're both we're both more apt to use it as a suggestion to kind of th- to have something to think about rather than a oh I'm just gonna get this specific item and like I try to do that with my wish list on Amazon like you'll you'll kind of see what kind of things I like it shows what kind of jewelry I like to wear you know do I care if you get me that specific thing no it's just the idea that it gives you ideas yep. Like my wish list, yes, you can clearly see there's certain things that are, yes, that's what I want, like a specific K-pop album, like, you know, but there, a lot of it is, this just shows you my style, what I'm into, that type of thing. Um, Well, I think we rely on our partners to kind of, to, to put the pieces together back out, out, out after that um, and to say, Hey, you know, Oh, right. I really think she, she liked these green earrings and here's a set that looks very similar. And so it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, hacking into the gift guide, right? Yes. It's, oh, you know, this is very similar to what she likes, but not exactly what she wanted. And and yet it still has that that special sentiment to it because they put in the effort to, yes. to kind of pick that out themselves and said, yes. I saw you like this. I think this would look good on you. And I got you these. Yeah. Whenever he buys me jewelry, I am always like, impressed because I know that's not something that he feels like he knows anything about. Not that I really do except to say I like this. Right. <laughs> like that's about the extent of what I know. I know a few more stones than he does, like sapphires, emeralds, things like that. But um but I'm just always impressed with that. And because I know that's outside of his comfort zone. But he's looking at it going, Ooh, I think she would like this. Yeah. And honestly, I can't think of a time that he got me jewelry that I was like, oh, I really don't like that. Right. Or that I never. No, like I usually love it. And I'm just so like, I'm so excited that he he went and looked at something that like took effort for him. Yeah. And I think that's a that's a, a really good point to, to remember as well is, you know, when even though we feel that pressure and we feel that that need to be able to. Uh, raise the bar every year or whatever oh it is, mm-hmm. you know, remembering that 
you do know the person that you're shopping for. And even though that pressure feels higher, the the reality is nobody knows that person probably like you do. And mm-hmm. so nobody's going to be able to, to handpick a gift better than you or right. better than, um, you know, unless they're doing it themselves, of course, and well, then yeah. maybe. But um, and so I think it's nice to kind of recognize that and to take the pressure off a little bit and say, you yeah. know what, take some creative liberties, you know, at least. Um, we've already discussed, hey, what do you do if you don't really love it? Well, the nice thing is it's your partner and you can probably return it if you have to. And yeah. it's okay. You yeah. can have those hard conversations with your partner. <laughs> yes. They would rather you be happy with what you have than them to have wasted their money. Yep. Absolutely. So, yes. And I I was going to add on to that. Like sometimes, you know, because with partners or children or things like that, sometimes what that person really wants and or needs is something that is very specific or has a higher price tag or different things like that. And you just get what that is. Yep. But then like what I'll do when that's go- when I do stuff like that is I will then take the stocking mm-hmm. and that will be like the fun little things. Yes, that's where I like to shine. Yes. As well. That's where your socks are going to be because you've got to yes. have socks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, but the other little, the tiny trinkets or personalized things that you know like no this is not the big expensive toy that you wanted that's over there but these are the things that are going to put a smile on your face i completely agree yes absolutely with um you know it's that kind of leads up really nicely to um in in gift giving in general you know do you always have like a set budget that you that you do so for example you know Let's say you're buying a gift for somebody, um, whether it's a baby shower or a, a wedding, um, you know, birthday, whatever it is, you know, do you have like a set number as to what you plan on typically spending or does that change based on whoever it's for? So for me, it really depends on who the person is and what I think might be like the perfect number may not be what my husband's perfect number is in his head. Um, it's really cool. Sometimes we'll there'll be something going on, and we'll we'll do this whole okay. Have have a number in your head, and then one of us will say it, and because of the kind of relationship we have, we'll we'll both admit whatever our number is. But nine times out of ten, we actually have the same number. That's actually a really good plan. I've never thought of that. Yeah, it kind of keeps you on budget too, though. It does. It does. Um, you know, of course, there's special things that happen. Um, and we use that a lot when we hear of like friends who are struggling. Yeah. Um, you know, different things happen in life and you're like, Ooh, I, you know, I want to help. And especially if it's someone, again, most, a lot of our friends and family are not local. Mm-hmm. And so money's what we can do. A gift card is what we can do. And so there's that conversation of what are you thinking and, and sharing that. And that works really well. Um, I would say where I get myself in trouble is that like I have um, in our budget, we've created money for each of us to kind of spend however we want um, because we found when we don't do that, we spend way more. Yes. So so we just have said this is our set um, kind of blow money or allowance. I struggle because I have like I have two best friends and for years it was just the one. But then I was also trying to do her daughters and her and it started getting more complicated and now I've like I'm like okay now I have two best friends. The one has a little has two little girls, and um, this year my sister and I are specifically 
doing gifts like we we've done you know we've done shared gifts but usually she would give us a gift oh right and we have a shared love of k-pop and so this year we're like even though i'm not going home for christmas she and i have already decided we're going to exchange gifts and so it's like trying to figure out like you want to there's certain people you want to do things for but but putting that okay what is what is our spending limit on this um and sometimes I have to go to him and say, hey, I spent a little bit more. I will say the one I have the hardest trouble with, like, because at least with them, I kind of have a number in my head. It's it's shopping for my husband. Oh, yeah. Because I will try to stick within a certain number and then we'll get to Christmas, which admittedly, I'm the bigger gift giver than he is, but or, or the one who loves receiving gifts more than he is. But I inevitably feel bad because I realize that he's totally spent more for Christmas than I have. And and then I feel like a jerk. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I I do the same thing. You know, if I'm shopping for like my my nieces and nephews, I'm like, there's no holds bars, man. Like if I see (laughs) something that that I think that they need, oh, I'm going to get that. I could have three other gifts for them, but I'm like, I don't have children. My partner and I don't have children of our own. So yeah, that's what we're going to splurge. But I completely under, un- agree with you as the, as the Amazon boxes show up to the house. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a, I, and it's probably those, those little minuscule things, but I'm like, I think I need to get you something else to make sure yes. that you don't outdo me. Um, yes. When it, you know, when it comes to gifts and, and when we get gifts, um, Maybe it's a gift that we don't necessarily love. Um, how do you feel about regifting? So I think you have to be careful. <laughs> I think that is a very good point. Yes, I think you have to make sure it is outside of wherever you received it from. Yes, um, like for example, you know, you have your work friends, and then you have your maybe your church friends or your whatever friends like you know your family we all have different circles yes thank you we all have different circles and so making sure that when you re-gift it it is in a different circle i couldn't agree more um and one of the like and i also love to use gifts like that for things like um what is it yankee swap or dirty santa like yes gift giving games um because usually there it's funny yeah as opposed to why would somebody buy this weird thing? Well, it's funny in the game. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So. No, I, I think that's a that's a great point to remember too. Um, I think it is important to, you know, to make sure that it, I, I think it is okay to regift a gift or at least to um, maybe donate it or, mm-hmm. or um, not necessarily saying this is junk. I can't believe right. they got that because at the end of the day. Somebody got you a gift. Right. Remember, it's the thought that counts. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that uh, I like to say when when um, I'm re-gifting something is I always say polish a turd. And so <laughs> maybe you got a gift and, and you're just like, oh, you know, there's nothing special about it. But if you embellish on the presentation of said yes. turd, <laughs> then, then that can really make a difference and it oh, can yeah. make it look more thoughtful. And so you may be going into a situation saying, oh man, I didn't get a gift, but I've got this and that would be perfect. And I think this person would like it. And I do think it's important to make sure that 
you're not just passing off somebody else's junk that was passed to you. Yes. You know, there is a time and a place. And so if we can kind of limit those things, then I think that would really help. But um, making sure the presentation is there. And then, of course, remembering why we did it, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that everybody knows that they're loved and appreciated and um, and admired. And, and I think that's the most important part of it all. So before we wrap things up today, um, what's on your Christmas list? If, if Santa were, were coming home, what is he going to bring you this year? So this isn't on my Christmas list because it's hard to plan for it at this point. But if, you know, if Santa's literally here and he can give me anything I want, um, I'd, I'd debate between two things. One is that my husband and I are hoping to take a trip next year for our 15th anniversary. Um, and ideally, I would take two weeks off in the summer and we go up to like Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, all of that, and see some very close friends in New England. The other thing is also a big deal. My sister is turning 30. And like I mentioned before, she and I both love K-pop. So if I could like, if I could get the money to like have a place to stay and have the tickets for the concert and just everything so that I could cover all of that or that could be covered for both of us. Those would be like the two things that I'm like, either one of those, because obviously either one would make it easier to do the other. Um, those are those are like the big things I want to do. I want to go have adventures. I think that's a good point. I, I honestly, I think my answer would be the same. You know, I've uh, put off getting my passport redone for a long time. We yes. moved this past <laughs> year. And so I'm trying to, okay, my passport is expired. I need to get it updated. And that's the only thing that has been keeping me from getting on the Groupons. And you know what? This is a good flight to Greece. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> and then and then just making sure that, of course, the funds are available for that. But right. kind of shorter term for that, I think we're going to we're gonna do some some traveling to the mountains over, over Christmas. And um, I'm very excited for that. And then the only other thing that I will wish for is we've got a new little furry addition at our house. Um, we are um, getting him neutered soon. And then hopefully um, he uh, stops marking in my house. And that is is my other Christmas wish for this year. Otherwise, um, otherwise, no real, no real complaints on my wish list. Sounds good. Speaking of marking territory, <laughs> did you know that you can find us online? 883wuaw.com slash K2J or search WUAW on your favorite podcast app. It was nice chatting with you today. Bye. Bye.